0: It's not getting hotter for anyone more so than Andrea Horvath. Yeah, she is under fire from, uh, you know, the most unusual, I think, of critics. And uh, it just happens to be the same union that represents her staff. Cope uh, came out today swinging at the NDP leader, accusing her of attacking staff members who made human rights complaints against two MPPs. Now, this is an issue I've covered on this show a number of times. It's not been widely covered but it goes back to three separate human rights cases leveled at two of her Hamilton MPPs. And the staff, when you read the press release, they admit that they had agreed to stay quiet about this issue during the election, which answers why you couldn't really find anything about the situation, because they were trying to keep it quiet. But now that those two MPPs have been elected, they... Union is now accusing Horvath of firing one employee and stopping the payment to the others. And they send a quote saying their only goal was to keep it out of the press during the election. And they've demonstrated that the Ontario NDP has no real commitment to workers' rights. They acted in bad faith when they agreed to this arbitration process and then turned around and punished our members. It's unacceptable from any employer, but it is appalling from the NDP. You shouldn't have to lose a job to have your human rights protected. So, again, this story was out there for many, many months, and it literally kind of disappeared. And now we know why. John Best has been the one leading the coverage on this. Of course, he is the president and chief publisher of The Bay Observer, and I've taken my cues from him because he's done a lot of the digging on this particular issue and brought it to light. Hello, John. Alex. Hi. So this uh, little nugget came out late today by the union uh, that goes by the name of COPE. They're not available until Thursday for interviews, which I always find interesting that you put a press release out and then you're not available to talk about it, but they've come out swinging. What do you make of it?
1: Well, I th- I, I think there's a, a certain amount of embarrassment, quite frankly. I mean, they they've admitted in their as you pointed out in the preamble they they've admitted that they deliberately lowballed this issue in the public uh, realm uh, they say n- not because it might hurt the the two mpps involved but, but they were afraid that there might be some collateral damage to to so-called innocent mpps ndp members so they i guess that what they were suggesting is they needed to protect the brand mm. uh to get through the election but I think it shows uh, the, you know, sort of the folly of of trying to ride two horses at once. If you're a union, your, your responsibility, first and foremost, should be protecting your members, not playing footsie with the NDP.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, I was as puzzled by that line saying, well, hold on a second, your job is to protect the workers. And then you made a deal with the party to keep quiet because you wanted to win an election That, to me, is the dirtiest of politics. I mean, if they were so concerned about the human rights and the well-being of these employees, and I've spoken to a couple of these people they've been through, um, and they've spoken, uh, you know, about feeling, you know, bullied and what they've been through. I mean, they had to keep silent on this thing, and it was all done for political gain, kind of at their expense.
1: Yeah, it certainly was. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, uh, at this point, it's, it's just a disgrace. I mean, I'm I'm thinking, well, two things flashed through my head today, even before this announcement came out. Uh, being the day after Labor Day, of course, I picked up my paper and I was reading some of the pronouncements that Andrea Horvath was making to a Labor Day crowd. And, and just the sheer naked hypocrisy mm-hmm. and of, of what she was saying about protecting labor and um, uh, workers' rights and then this nonsense that's going on in Hamilton um it, it really calls into question uh, her fitness to lead, frankly.
0: Well, yeah, and there's a couple of other issues, like she can't win an election that would also, you know, put their cherry on the cake on that one. But the two MPPs that you were the one who brought to the light in the investigation were Hamilton MPPs Paul Miller and Monique Taylor. And when we talked about this story before the election, it took months and months for people to kind of start catching on. Why was there no interest to get this story out, do you think?
1: Well, I think there was I think there was interest to get the story out. Uh, certainly I was interested uh and I you know and I I did cover it uh pretty extensively but you know when when the people are absolutely stonewalling you um and and simply will not respond to uh, even to issue denials uh it it's hard to keep the plane right. going you know it's uh, you're you're basically playing handball with yourself so you know it it just they literally suppressed the story and 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 certainly the union played a huge role in that by by simply turtling all through the campaign. Uh, I don't know how many times I tried to get a hold of Patty Clancy who I see is now quite outraged about what's happened but she could, she should have seen this coming. In fact, I'm sure she did see this coming.
0: Well, how could so they not? Colluded
1: with the NDP in order to get these members elected and uh and and now they find out really uh, that they've kind of been had because uh, one of the workers apparently has been actually terminated and uh, the other two have had their uh, what was supposed to be an agreed-upon process where they would get paid uh, right up until these uh, um, uh, grievances were sure. adjudicated and, and instead they've just cut them off. So uh, they've kind of showed the uh, the naked uh, side of power, I guess, uh, if you will. And um, they're, at this point, I guess what you're seeing is an attempt to sort of starve out these workers
0: right but you know the, two, the, the you know when when the ndp were starting to climb in the polls in the election This information was out there, it was reportable, and as we were talking about every other candidate and their bozo eruptions or some of the kind of really uh, bizarre, if not troubling comments that were coming out, this to me, John, this story should have gotten much more play just because it's a legitimate investigation, there are legitimate um, grievances in play with the union, there are cases filed, there's actual paperwork. And so, you know, if you've got someone who could have been the premier of this province, who kind of was surging in the polls, and none of these issues were ever uh, spoken about. And the one time I think it was, uh, you know, Ms. Horvath herself hid behind the case because it's in the courts.
1: Well, and, and and of course, that was part of the process. They they did try to suggest that there was some kind of an ongoing process that had to be respected. And unfortunately, we can't talk about it until we've gone through that. Fact is there was nothing going on. Uh, what What was really going on was an agreement between the union and the and the NDP to just sit on this thing until after the election, uh, make as little waves as possible. Uh, these these two women and this man were hung out to dry, and uh, now, you know, COPE is trying to fight back, but you know what, They they, they really let their members down, and now they're trying to play catch-up.
0: So where does the story go then from here? Because now that you've got uh, an NDP staffer fired and two that have had pay cuts, um, I, they didn't want to speak out before. It was really hard. I think you got uh, one of them or two of them off uh, record or on the record, or I'm not sure how it was covered. But they have not really spoken out. Do you get the sense that they will?
1: Oh, I, I think some of them will. Um, I, I believe one of the one of them is is really quite. Uh, uh struggling uh medically right now uh, this has really taken a toll uh the other two uh may speak out um, uh, so i am certainly able to uh uh keep in touch with them and and uh, i was actually doing a story about this before the story broke today i was the story i had uh was the the fact that they had been cut off and that there had been a termination i had that already Uh, What I didn't have, of course, was union response, which came out later this afternoon. So here's what's coming up. In the next few days, literally in the next week, I think some of the grievances are going to go to arbitration hearings, which are going to be held here in Hamilton. So that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And those human rights complaints are still out there. Uh, They're still going to be heard, uh, as far as I know. Uh, I don't think they're contingent on what happens with the union process, I think they were held in abeyance, but I don't think it means they're going to go away. So there's there's union arbitration that's coming up, and then there's uh, and if that doesn't work out, there's still the human rights stuff. And and the uh, the way the human rights uh, tribunal board works, that everything they do is public. Yep. There there will be no non-disclosure agreements uh, with regard to the human rights aspect. So. This story is, um, you know, it went to sleep for a while to get through the election, but I, I think it's uh, it's back on at least the back burner now, and I think there will be more public developments over the next uh, coming weeks.
0: Yeah, nothing worse than a vicious, uh, than a union scorned, and maybe they need their own snitch line.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> They, like, they don't like uh, them,
0: but it looks like they need them.
1: It looks like they 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 reap what they sow, and uh, playing footsie with the employer when you're supposed to be in a adversarial uh, circumstance. It's obvious it didn't work in this case.
0: Yeah, stay tuned. Well, we'll look for your article, and we'll uh, keep following this. So I appreciate it, John. Thanks, Alex. John Best, uh, you can read him in the Bay Observer. He is the one that broke the story, who did the digging for months, couldn't get you know. Um, everything, but certainly brought this story to light. And uh, and now we've got the latest. And I have to think the NDP will be doing their leadership review in the next little while. But, but John's right. We may not get anything out of the union side of this stuff, the arbitration, any of that. But once it goes into a human rights uh, tribunal, it'll all be on record. And it might not be all that flattering. On point on Global News Radio.